everybody. Welcome back to another great edition to Talking Tigs. Hope you're having a great Memorial Day weekend. This is Scott Gerard joining you. Uh, I would say live, but not, I know it's not. I'm joining Tommy live. Uh, coming to you from Las Vegas. Tommy's holding down the fort at the Talking Tigs studios in Baton Rouge. And then we also have uh, Daniel joining us across the pond. In, um, I think you said he's in Liverpool right now, so... Daniel checking out where the Beatles came from. Uh, he's not live, but he'll uh, he submitted his part of uh, his pod, his thoughts on uh, what we're going to talk about. So we're going to uh, play that here in a minute. Uh, but uh, Tommy and I will probably cover things before that. Uh, Tommy, um, I don't know. I hope you're having a good weekend, man. It's uh, I've been so busy just doing stuff while uh, while traveling. I had uh, you know different ceremonies and events to go to, but I you know I kept my eye on the Tigers a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it was a decent showing. Um, LSU got a win. They beat Kentucky. Then they lost to Tennessee, and then they had to play Kentucky again, and then they did not do as well. Um, Did not do hardly anything hitting-wise. They were, like, blanked for the first five innings or whatever. Didn't even have a hit or something. Um, So, I don't know. I kind of thought, well, with the way they beat Vanderbilt and the way they, you know, they at least got one win and they played Tennessee okay. Um, I don't know. I didn't know how they played a – Kentucky again would affect their seating, but obviously it did. Yeah. Um, they gave Kentucky, or they gave Florida, and um, it was down to LSU and Florida and somebody else uh, yeah. to get to to host to host a uh, a regional. Uh, LSU could have been that 16th seed um, had they maybe done better, but they didn't. Uh, Florida takes, but. I don't know. I think it might work out better for the Tigers this way. We'll get to that in a second, but um, I don't know, man, would, would you, I was able to watch a little bit of the tournament. It was, it was, you know, kind of what we expected with LSU. Um, I, I, I think even if they had beaten Kentucky that second game, you know, then they would have had to beat Tennessee like what once or twice right in a row and then mm-hmm. play Florida. And I just, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, I did not foresee that happening either. Um, plus, I don't know. I think that just would have worn them down. I, I think it's good that they, they have a few more days off and I don't know. They can rest. They can, Jay Johnson can kind of maybe think about what he's going to do with this pitching staff, maybe his lineup for this upcoming series. We're going to, since we're going to be in the Hattiesburg regional, uh, but I don't know what you think of the, the SEC tournament. Um, I don't know. If I were to guess, I'd probably say that you say, well, you know, I, they are who we thought they were. Yeah. I, I mean, thing. that's pretty much exactly what I thought. Like I, I was kind of in and out similar to you, you know, checking on it and uh, going on doing other things and then coming back in. And it's like, yeah, you know, they, they were pretty, uh, pretty commanding in that first win. Um, and then you see them play the number one team in the whole country, Tennessee. Don't, I don't, I don't expect them to win that game. It's fine. But um you know, when, like you said, they only had two hits in the entire game against Kentucky. Um, and that's not going to win it for you. You know, the, we gave up two runs in the first inning of, and, and a run in the second inning. Um, that's not going to win it for you either. Like, mm-hmm. and especially when, you know, if it, when our bats aren't hot, which you can't expect our bats to be hot every day, but that's kind of how our team is built is, you know, it's, you know, we're either going to be, uh, they got to be hot. They got to be hot all the time. Cause we're going to space. Cause we started this game down, down too. Uh, so I think it's about, it's about what we expected. And um, I'm not 
totally surprised that we didn't get a regional, but I do kind of agree with you. I think that the, the Hattiesburg regional is kind of a, um, uh, that's kind of a, a borderline win for LSU. That's a real close. <laughs> oh, um, Auburn's going to be hosting. That's and right. A&M. That was the other one. Yeah. Anyways, um, we have a, a pretty good shot in that, in that, uh, Hattiesburg regional. So, uh, I'm excited for that. And maybe we've kind of seen, it's like one week LSU's kind of down and they come back and they, so maybe we hit it in the right week to where, when we go to this, uh, we go play in this regional, they'll be all cylinders. Right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's like they, they didn't really need to win the SEC tournament. Um, I, I think that would have propelled them a lot as far as their, their national seating. But um, uh, yeah, I don't think it matters at this point because this team is so, you know, uh, so finicky. Uh, it's, it's hard to, you know, get too excited or too disappointed. Um, I will say though, against a team that you've already faced, you know, like, what was it? Two days prior. Yeah. I think LSU getting no hit through five innings. So just with, with who they have in the lineup, Not I good. just don't understand how that even happens. You yeah. Know? I, I, I don't know. I know it's different pitching than the team they faced in the, in the previous game, but my goodness, I just, but I'm not, I'll say this. We didn't have any, you, you can make excuses if you want. I myself, don't because no matter who's out of the lineup, whoever is in the lineup, you know, you would think something one, a single one single in five innings. Um, I, I don't think that's uh, that's, that's too out of too out of line to ask for, but we were without Kay Doty and Jacob Berry and Jay Johnson said that they were going to be ready to go for the Hattiesburg regional. So I, I don't know if they would have made a difference in these games. Maybe, you know, maybe just that one spark where those guys were, you know, some moment where they had people on base and then nothing happens. Or maybe Jacob Berry hits a home run or hits a double and gets things going. I don't know. Hopefully they'll have that this weekend. Um, I, I agree with you. I think the, the Hattiesburg Regional is very winnable. Um, Southern Miss, uh, you know. Now they a, are a good team. Yeah, they're hosting a regional. And um, I don't know. I've heard Kennesaw State uh, can be very – very tricky. Um, and the thing is though, is if, if LSU ended up hosting, you know, they probably would have been 15, 16, somewhere around there. So had they gone that route and they won, they very well likely could have ended up playing in Knoxville against Tennessee for, for to, you know, to play out of super regionals to get to Omaha. And I, I think we, all know how that might have gone so mm-hmm. i think at this point the way it stands if they win they go on to face the winner of the miami regional and if that's miami i guess obviously we would travel to miami if it's not and lsu wins their regional they could very well host true uh that, that happened a couple of years ago where i want to say we were uh we went on the road and then in the in the regional and then um one and then the super regional came back to Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Yeah, that sounds exactly. about right. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'd say LSU, like you said, it's well. We'll see if they're if they're going to streak again this upcoming weekend. Um, I don't know. They they did well with that. I, I think part of the uh, the other part of it was is they the weather delays in Hoover or in um, mm. well in Hoover they pushed the all the games. Back. LSU was supposed to play on Wednesday. I don't think they ended up playing until like 10 p.m. on late, Thursday late night. Thursday, yeah. And then they had to turn around and play the second game 
on Friday, whenever that was. So I think they had less than 12 hours turnaround time. And again, I, I don't know, you know, not to make excuses, but it, you could just tell they were kind of flat. Maybe that's why they, they weren't able to get any hits, you know, and just Kentucky just looked like they were playing for their lives. And I guess in a sense they were. They kind of were, yeah. They were. Um, LSU knew they were probably in the tournament, so they, you know, no big deal. And then you could see the reaction when they announced the team. They all just kind of got, hey. Ole Miss, however, maybe they, they're, you know, they were one of those bubble teams when they got announced. They exploded. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just hope the Tigers are, like, excited to be in this tournament. They're not taking it for granted or, like, disappointed with their seating or whatever. And they're just, like, hungry to go out there and get it. Yeah, I mean, I hope so too. I, I think that there does seem – I almost – I do kind of feel like, um, especially like with Barry kind of – you know how he's been off and on injured? That, that's kind of been an issue. I, I kind of feel like this team might – they might be ready to pack it up and let's let's kind of regroup for next year. Oh, oh, really? It's just like we just have – we have – we have it's well documented. We go listen to every, almost every single podcast this season. We have no pitching, right? We, we know it. But – this is like where he, this is where it's really going to make a difference. And I just, I don't know. I, I think that I, I would, I love, I love it when LSU gets to a regional and, and makes noise and, and can I, and, and, you know, makes it interesting. But I'm also like, like I said, like, I'm not, I'm not buying tickets to Omaha right now. <laughs> right. I don't know that I'm going to place a sports book back on bet on them later. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Tennessee would be uh, an obvious bet. But Tennessee looks so, – did you be, watch any of that Florida game they played? No, um, like I was checking the score. So yeah. I know it was actually close. It was 2-2 two to two at some point, right, mm-hmm. like very early on. But then at some point, Tennessee just exploded. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they've got some swagger. They've got some, uh, some real uh, bravado. I mean, right at the end of the game, it was like, you know, home run after home run this i mean they're they're a good team mm-hmm. yeah they're very hard to beat um you know they could it could go down like if they're not winning omaha it could be down go down as like one of the best teams ever yeah um and you know knowing no one could you know you can argue against it but it's uh they will be able to make the argument that they are um hopefully they're of course it kind of yeah. makes you think like did vitello you think vitello we, we don't know whether Vitello actually formally got an offer from LSU, right? That was kind of up in the air last, last time right. I was thinking of. Yeah, I don't know. But I yeah. wonder if I wonder if he kind of knew what he had last year. It was like, no, I'm good. I'll, I'll stay here. Maybe. Because, of course, you know, this time last year, they were a good team. They weren't, they weren't this unbeatable team they are now. Right. Right, because they, they were very beatable. Uh, they went to Omaha, or they, they didn't do anything. Um, and well, this I mean, we, we kind of, we, we held our own against them in our, um, in their, the super, right. Or was it the regional? Uh, yeah. I mean, we held our own. We just didn't, we just didn't advance past them. Um, no, I'm just saying like, like, I mean, I don't, you put, you put, uh, I, would you, would you give me the choice between playing last year's team and this year's team? I'm playing last year's team every day. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Um, yes, I, I don't know. I, I feel like this year's team for LSU is better than last year's team. Uh, I just, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, it, we'll see. It is, it is Jay Johnson's first year, sure. but I don't know. I, I feel like at this point, 
I get it. He loves the school. He loves the conference. He's always talking great about all the traditions and how it's, you know, it's just what it is compared to the rest of baseball. I know he's happy to be here. That's great. Um, I just hope to see, you know, something this weekend. It's like he, you know, they, they're playing for their lives at this point. And like you said, it's okay if they, they play well and lose, that's fine. But I, I, I want to see something like if it's five innings in and there's like, I, I don't know, maybe got to mix something up. Um, although he's been mixing the lining, the, the lineup up all the time. Um, and I don't, I think he's, I think he does well when he puts Dylan Cruz first. Cause yeah. the guy's been very good to get on. And I don't know if he's got Barry back and Kate Doty. I, I think we'll have those two bats back, but I, I like how he's kind of spaced things out in the lineup. So like, hopefully we can just turn the lineup over more often to get Dylan Cruz more hits because I don't know. It just seems to work out there. I remember what was it? Uh, I think it was the Vandy series that he had like the first pitch of the game home run. Uh, mm-hmm. So I had to say, give it a shot. Um, but yeah, I want to see, you know, everything but the kitchen sink this weekend, you know? Yeah. So. I mean, I do think that I, w- I do wonder if like, especially after they won that one game um, against Kentucky with the way that, uh, I mean, the tournament was a mess this year was, was, you know, with the, with the rain and, or the, the weather and everything. Yeah. So I do wonder if there was a little bit of like, look, we don't have, like, we're in this, we're in this, we're going to be in this tournament. It's, we're, we're a bubble team to host or not. We know that, but like, but we've got like, we've got Tennessee coming up. Maybe let's just like play, play, like let's try to win, but like, we're not going to overthink it. We're not going to, we're not, we're not playing for our lives right now. We're going to, we're moving on to the next one. And so I wonder if there was a little bit of that mindset, because you don't want to, you don't want to, you know, give it all at the too early and, and burn and, and get hot and burn out too early. Right. If you're going to get hot, you'd rather get hot this, you know, this coming week than in the SEC tournament. Yeah. I mean, it, it worked out for Florida. I mean, it got, they got hot and they ended up hosting. Um, so I, I don't know. Again, you have to continue it, right? Cause it's new weekend, totally different weekend. They get to play at home. Uh, Hoover. I, I don't know. It's, 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 it's so, it's just so odd. Um, I, I don't know that if they would look at, I don't, I don't know if they would look at changing it like location, times the dates or whatever i don't know it's just uh i don't know if they could change it to move it up any earlier or later because they have Mm. to get it in by the time the selection committee wants to do it they can't do it any earlier because that's when the season is unless they move the season up somehow or whatever but it's just it always seems to rain in hoover at that time of year and there's always delays it's it's as right as death and taxes right um delays in the sgc baseball tournament so i I just i don't know what they could do a lot of people seem to think that they can just, or they should just build a dome or they should move it to, you know, Tropicana field down in Tampa that has a dome. That'd actually be kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking, well, you know, uh, Mercedes Benz stadium in Atlanta. I don't know. I don't know if they could fit a baseball field. Maybe they could. I mean, they, I've, they played football in Yankee stadium. So why not baseball in the Mercedes Benz dome? Who knows? I don't know. We're, just, we're thinking it. We're trying to spitball here because yeah. I, I think it's just. Why don't we just build a dome at Alex Box and then we can just play it at the box every year? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, that would be fair for us, but not, not anybody else. Well, that's all. But I don't know. Do you, but do you think that they, like, they're, they're like, well, hey, you know, you can't change the weather. And they're like, yeah, we're not changing it, people. Or do you think maybe, you know, uh, after another year of weather delays, that they might start to look at it i don't know i mean i do think there's something about the sec tournament who like it just like 
it's kind of that that tradition kind of thing. I feel like um of course, but of course they moved, but what the uh the SEC basketball tournament was in, wasn't it in was it Nashville forever? And they moved it. Yeah, and then they've had it in Atlanta, but now it kind of now it went Atlanta, back, right? I think. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I I I think that uh I mean I like I like I don't know why, I just kind of like it in Hoover. Like I like that, you know, the sounds good, it has a nice ring to it, but uh I know that I know that the player. I know I bet Jay Johnson would like it in a dome because then you know you maybe maybe you do win a, win one of those games or you know you're not as you're full of more fresh because um, they I mean they they missed a whole day you know like you said they were supposed to play on Wednesday so that that you can't say that doesn't negatively affect them. Sure, sure. They might have had to play a, well. Actually, no, because if they'd have won against Kentucky when they were supposed to win, um, I think they'd have had. They would have a day off, right? Yeah, yeah. Because then they've been waiting on the you know the losers brackets to, to play out. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I think there's something to be said. I, I think they could look at. It. I don't know if they. I don't know what kind of bonds they have or some some sort of like if they're anchored to Hoover, yeah, for for any reason. But uh, I mean, I, I think it does just inter- affect the you know the flow of the tournament and the games and just the fans. You know. <laughs> Fans can't just sit around for all day and just keep pushing their plans back, uh, staying up till 4 a.m. to watch a baseball game. I mean, some will, but I mean, it's just a lot like, to ask. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, there's no other sport where they would be playing a game that late, right? So uh, I, I don't know. It's something, to yeah. look, something to look at, or maybe just have more than one field available. I mean, that's like, what I, that's what complex I, I, I figured. To be honest, I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if they um if they ended up going to, uh, uh, like university of Alabama or something, I mean, that's like, I think 45 minutes away from Hoover, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know, just to try and get these games in, but, yeah. uh, obviously they, they got it done. So what they did, they did. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it's not like they were going to air more than one game at a time anyway. Um, so oh, that's true. Yeah. I, I, I just figured, if you can play more than one game at one time and get this done quicker, why not look at that? But anyway, yeah. um, we'll, we'll beat that horse again later. Uh, but as far <laughs> as it goes, LSU is the number two seed in Hattiesburg. Uh, they will be facing, I believe, Kennesaw State first round. And it's basically, you know, win and you stay in. And it's a double elimination. That's it. And then if they move on to the Super Regional, that will just be a traditional best of three series Still waiting to see what that would be, but um, I think we both kind of you know have our respects for uh, for Southern Miss and what they can do. Probably any of the teams, really, you know, in this uh, in this regional. Um, I, I think I'm at, well, I imagine that Mikel will have uh, or LSU will have Mikel Heard on the mounds for the first game, uh, you know, and then go from there. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see. You know, if, presuming we win, then we'll have to play another game back to back, and then one more and. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how uh, how we juggle this pitching staff because I don't know. That's gonna uh, be the that's gonna be the magic the magic question, right? Like yeah. that's that's the way that I think that I think this risk regional is gonna be won on how we can manage our pitching and and not necessarily we don't have to dominate them, but it's more of a um, if. It's, as long as our bats are there, which like you said, you know, we expect to see Doty back, we expect to see Barry back, and Hopefully they're a uh, little bit more um, 
a little hotter than they were against uh, <laughs> Kentucky. But um, it, it's really going to be a question of how how Jay Johnson is able to uh, manage our pitching staff and make sure that one, I, you know, I think that we've run into that issue. We've seen it where we'll burn like five pitchers in two innings mm-hmm. and that could be, that could be kind of um, that could, you know, leave us a little bit short staffed for the rest of this regional. And then is also, uh, we just, I don't know. We, we, we need, we need like a Mikel, we need a Mikel Hilliard to, to have a really good outing in his, because not only does that help us for that one game, but that gives the rest of our, our bullpen, a lot of room um, for the rest of the seat for the rest of the series, you know, well, there's less wear on their arm. So I think, yeah. I, I think it's really going to come down to pitching. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think their, their, their fate from here on out, however far they go will be based on that and timely hitting. Um, Cause there has been times where LSU has just poured it on. Yep. And then there's been times where it's just, it looks like a completely different team. They're, I don't know that they have a different approach at the plate. They just, they look like a different team. Um, but it will be interesting to see because if um, if LSU had gone on to win, I think there's a chance we like you know had gone on to win and played Tennessee for the SEC tournament, and there's a chance we would have seen Mikel Mikel Hilliard again. Um, doubtful he would be seen in the regional, you know, should they win all their games. Doubtful he would be seen more than once in the super regional because there's only three games. Now Omaha is a different story, and if if LSU got that far. I'd be amazed, first of all, but B, um, I think there's a chance you'd send Mikel Hilliard first, and then, you know, whoever we got for the next three games until Mikel Hilliard is ready again. And it's just win at that point and stay alive. Because, I, I don't know, like you said, even if LSU, if it's a tight game, you know, and Mikel Hilliard still gives you seven innings against Kennesaw State in this first game, that's, that's like, you know, you, you don't have to burn these pitchers because Lord knows we're probably going to need them. And if uh, Riley Cooper can just come in for whoever uh, and shut it down and get, they can hold two innings on their own, which hopefully, you know, we've seen it. We've seen it happen. It's just, if they can do it again, when we need them to, yeah. um, then that's, if you could get through one game with only two pitchers, that would be so advantageous for LSU and Jay Johnson, but we shall see. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, uh, I wish I knew more about Southern Miss and uh, and the other teams in this regional but to say more, but I, I think now it's just, let's just see what happens Friday. Um, we'll, we'll know pretty quickly, you know. Um, I, I, don't, I don't expect we're going to see Mikel Hilliard out of the game before five innings. He's done pretty well. Even if he's given up runs, he's like he's reasserted himself and was able to stay in for a few more innings. So I expect, I, I don't think he'd uh, be out of the game sooner than five. That's my guess. I hope not. I mean, I, I think if if he's if he doesn't make it five to six innings, we're in trouble for, yeah. for the rest of the series. Yeah. Like, unless unless we're up like eleven to okay, if, yeah. If, but even still, like I, I could totally see us if we're up, we're up eleven to one. Mikhail Hilliard, you know, gives up maybe two runs, so now it's eleven three. They pull him in the fourth or fifth. I can it, it can be trouble, you know. There, there can we can get to those situational things where we pull where we put in one of our relievers who only pitches to left-handers born on a Tuesday, and then he's out, you know. He then he's burned. Then I don't know. I, I just I want to I want a nice uh, 
I want a nice thorough outing from our friend Mikel. Absolutely. If LSU could, because see, if they win the first two games, then it's basically they have one more game after that because mm-hmm. they would have beaten who else, who all they need to beat. So it's really only three games. Um, yeah, if they could get by with using like six pitchers this weekend, I would be supremely impressed. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but like you said, the bats have to be there. And um, I, I don't know well enough, like I said, about Southern Miss's pitching staff or Kennesaw State's pitching staff to know if they're they're deep enough to withstand our our lineup for nine straight innings. Could be, but probably not. I don't know. They just gotta pour it on. I just I don't like I said, I want to see Jay Johnson be aggressive. I saw a stat there uh it was a, a game Vanderbilt was on, which by the way, they're having to go all the way out to Corvallis, Oregon. So have fun, boys. <laughs> I want to see that Whistler out in Oregon, Oregon State and see what they do to him out there. Um, but speaking of, like, you know, not, not, not having a game secure enough to, you know, did you see it was one of the Pac-12 games. UCLA was down 21 to 12, I think, against Oregon State in the ninth inning. Came back to tie it. And then one in the in the bottom of the tenth. Oh my gosh! I know, right? I, I mean, it, it reminded I think me. That's right? a, I think that says more about the team they're playing than them. <laughs> I know. Well, then Oregon State came back the next game, beat them in ten innings, eight to seven. So there you go. And Oregon State was like, you know, one of the top five teams in the country. But anyway, just yeah, you you think a game is secure in hands, even in the ninth inning, you're down twenty-one to twelve, and you come back from that. Oh my goodness, that's, that's that's that says something right there. Uh, but uh, they're they're still <laughs> they're not hosting a regional. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of a lot of SEC representation. Um, uh, it looks like we might end up playing each other even before Omaha if we get there. But I don't know. SEC has a chance to get um, to get a few teams in. I think we all expect Tennessee to go, um, and after that, it's probably a crapshoot. Yeah. I mean, if if you if you tell me, Tommy, you got to make a bet on somebody right now after watching Tennessee play, especially in that that game against Florida, which Florida did come back right at the very end and gave them a little bit of trouble. But uh, I don't know that Tennessee team looked looked dominant. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't know a ton about every team out there. You know, as far like the I remember at the beginning of the year, you know, Texas was real tough and we played them. Um, so I, I feel like. Uh, I'm I'm not saying that Tennessee's an absolute lock, but I think if I had to pick one, I'd, I'd be picking them. Yeah, but like I said, I, I don't think the pair would be too high because that's the more obvious bet. Uh, but I don't know, maybe. Uh, but they're not unbeatable, right? Because who was it? Kentucky was the one that I think they were the only ones that lost a. They, they only lost one series all season, but it was to Kentucky mm-hmm. on the road you know, some, some adverse weather conditions, but I mean, they, they, they are beatable. It's just very, very, very hard. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I, I imagine whoever beats them, it's probably going to be in Omaha. Yeah. That's what I, I, I think they're at least getting there. Yeah. Well, um, that's all I had uh, for baseball. I don't know. Is there anything else uh, news wise? I think we're about a 90, well, 98, 99 days from LSU football now. Yeah. Um, and 
I don't think there was really any other news that came out. No, I mean, it seems pretty quiet today, or it seems pretty quiet these days for as far as football goes. I mean, everybody's kind of Bam Baton Rouge is dead. Everybody's left for left for uh, summer. So you could there's no traffic. You can go get a table at any restaurant you want to, and and I think uh, kind of the same for football. It's you know everybody's out of town, and and they'll be back. I guess what mid June is about when they get back here and start. I think mm-hmm. so. Um, yeah, not not too much going on, but it's it's getting to be about that time. You can start feeling it. You know, they're they're. Uh, I, I think we're we're getting close. Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely getting close. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm just excited to see it all happen. Uh, it's going to be a quiet summer unless LSU makes it all the way towards the end of Omaha. But um, then, uh, man, we'll have, uh, we'll have LSU football right around the corner right after that. So looking forward to it. Um, but I don't know. Did you have any final thoughts before we uh, before we toss it to Daniel for his uh, for his for his contribution? Uh, not too much. Just another another week in the books. Kind of happy Memorial Day and uh, kind of the start of summer right now, right? This is this is kind of the official kickoff for summer. So yeah, let's make it a good one. Amen. Let's make it a good one. Let's let's pick a good summer song. Uh, who knows what what the new trend will be this summer? But um, I'm hoping to do uh, work hard, play hard, do some traveling this summer. Um, uh, and to continue doing the pod with you guys. Hopefully we've got some, some good news to keep bringing the folks that are, uh, are staying with us that are so dedicated and as dedicated as Daniel. So we're going to toss it to Daniel right now for his, uh, his, his part of uh, this edition of Talking Takes coming recorded all the way from Liverpool. All right, take it away, Daniel. Hello and good morning, Tiger Nation, or should I say top of the morning, uh, as this is your co-host, Daniel Zollinger, recording solo from across the pond in Liverpool, England right now. I'm not the normal haunt of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, but I'm currently on vacation and uh, still trying to find time to come to you all listeners and deliver the important LSU news out of this week's SEC baseball tournament and beyond. So unfortunately, I couldn't make it uh, with Scott and Tommy at the normal recording time, but hopefully this will give you just a little bit of a wrap-up in addition to their thoughts, which I'm sure will be excellent. I'm actually over here for the next week as well, Uh, so for this one, episode 147 and 148, I might be coming solo, but I'll be looking forward to being back in the States for episode 149 uh, and the big episode 150 as we near three years as a podcast. But anyway, this week, uh, the big news for LSU was the SEC Baseball Tournament after we finished off last week on a high note, sweeping Vanderbilt and finishing the season 38 and 20. That was a a little bit short of kind of the the benchmark that I think most LSU baseball fans set at around 40 wins uh, as kind of the uh, good versus decent season. But it was Jay Johnson's first season, so not to make too many excuses, but a little bit of a learning curve there. And I think most people were uh, overall uh, accepting of what happened, especially considering our, our lack of pitching experience. And that lack of pitching experience was definitely put to the test this week in Hoover. Um, we did get the bye, and we're supposed to play either Vanderbilt, or excuse me, Auburn or Kentucky in the first round on Wednesday, like we told you last week. But there was a lot of rain, and everything was getting pushed back. And the Tigers actually sat in the dugout longer than any other team waiting to play until we finally took the field on Thursday night against Kentucky. And we came out on top on that one against the 12 seed Wildcats, 11 to six, as we used our basically one and only ace, Mikhail Hilliard. 
He threw, um, I think, six innings, allowing only two runs. A really good outing from him as he improved a 7-1 on the season. And the the bats that we've come to know and appreciate were there delivering double-digit runs. Uh, so that was kind of the, the blueprint uh, Jay Johnson win. And then we were rolling into the number one team in the nation, the, the formidable Tennessee Volunteers. And we all knew that was going to be a tough test. And indeed, the, the Volunteers did what they do, uh, taking down LSU 5-2, to two, uh, delivering kind of a, a dominant pitching performance from Chase Dollander, their ace, who is 9-0 on the season, allowing two runs over almost seven innings. Uh, and then it was unfortunate that we couldn't really get any bats going because Ty Floyd uh, only allowed five runs against Tennessee, which is not the worst that you can do. Uh, and Trent Vittmeyer uh, came in with over three innings of good relief. But we just couldn't overcome the the Volunteers, and they're they're number the number one team in the country for a reason. So uh, that plus one error at the at um, LSU's expense sent us down to the the losers bracket, where we faced a resurgent Kentucky who had won their first losers bracket game, and then on a hot streak down to seven to two. Uh, this is kind of more of the same. We only came up with two hits all game, which is kind of pathetic. Uh, for what LSU's known to to love and do over the course of the season. And it was a, a bit of a bitter way to to go out um, after waiting all that time in Hoover and having multiple games delayed. We only had two runs, one from Tyler McManus and one from Drew Bianco. Uh, so with all that power, uh, not being able to to hit against just a very decent Kentucky team is is sad. And I guess it really ultimately cost us because then we did not get to host a, a seed uh, in the NCAA regional. Instead, we were the number two seed in the Southern Miss regional going to play at Southern Miss uh, this upcoming week. Uh, that one, we got Southern Miss as number one with the number 14 overall seed, uh, LSU number two. And then we have Kennesaw State, uh, and who will be LSU's first matchup. And then also uh, Army uh, Black Knights coming in as the number four seed. So Southern Miss uh, out of... I believe Conference USA, uh, they've played good baseball all year, and they're actually pretty well known to the LSU baseball fans as they've played in our regional a lot recently, kind of as the number two or three seed. I think this is one we, we match up pretty well against. None of these three teams, Southern Miss, Kennesaw State, or Army, are really um, traditional baseball powerhouses, and the LSU fans are going to be traveling in full force to Hattiesburg uh, to fill up their stadium, although the local crowd, I'm sure, will be uh, up to the task of the Tigers. If uh, we do come out in that regional, we'll be facing the winner of the Miami regional, uh, which includes number six overall seed Miami uh, and SEC foe Ole Miss. So um, that'll be an interesting one as well. Our first matchup currently right now is scheduled for June 4th against Kennesaw State at noon. Uh, So tune into that one and see LSU hopefully take down the regional and move on to the Supers. Because I think if that happens, then this uh season will definitely be considered a, a pretty big success by Jay Johnson uh, in his inaugural year. Uh, like I mentioned before, the pitching was really an issue, especially in that last game uh, going down 2-7 to seven against Kentucky because um, in that one we were just throwing like relievers to start with. We didn't have the, the depth that we needed. It was a, a mixture of Eric Reselman and, and Bryce Collins, and this is something that we had uh, kind of harped on this whole year showing that we really only had one bona fide weekend starter, Mikhail Hilliard, and then a kind of a, a hodgepodge of everyone else. So that just wasn't good enough. And I mean, if you're using five pitchers with the most going three innings, which is Reselman, 
then that's not going to get you through a whole postseason. And it's a bit worrying because I'm scared that's going to happen again uh, this weekend in the regional because you have to win at least three games uh, against Kennesaw State. Then likely we'd be playing against Southern Miss and then probably another team from the loser's bracket, uh, even if we win or lose. So Jay Johnson is definitely going to have to correct those and devise a really good strategy. I assume he throws Hilliard in the first game against Kennesaw State just to get us into the winner's bracket and then plays it by year from there. Blake Money, uh, one of our former kind of best pitchers this season, I don't think made an appearance at all at the SEC tournament. So hopefully he should be well-rested and, and maybe he'll be able to throw some significant innings in this one. Uh, so that'll be it uh, for the LSU baseball if we can't get it done there. So it'll be an action-packed weekend, and I'm excited to, to recap that with everyone here. So that one's starting uh, this Friday, uh, June 3rd, with the first game, and then LSU's playing on the 4th, and then probably again on the 5th if uh, since we get at least two games. That's pretty much it for baseball. It's been a, an interesting year, lots of highs and lows, uh, highs including sweeps at Vanderbilt, um, and then lows like getting swept at home against Ole Miss and just kind of in and out debacles with pitching up and down and then losing to Louisiana Tech twice. So we haven't really taken it to Omaha, at least yet. We still have the chance. Uh, the, the expectations were very high before this year, and I wouldn't say we've quite lived up to that, but it has been an okay year overall, and we'll just have to, to build on that next year, especially considering it'd be the last year that we'd have stars like Dylan Cruz and uh, Trey Morgan. But uh, that's about it for the baseball. There really wasn't too much else um, from the LSU notes. We uh, did have Deion Smith, former wide receiver uh, for LSU, who was a true freshman last year and had two big touchdowns against the University of Florida. He's expected to play junior college ball after transferring, so that's a little bit disappointing to lose him. And then also at the wide receiving core, uh, one of our 2023 commits, Omarion Miller, um, a four-star wide receiver, has decommitted from LSU, so... Uh, a bit of a, a tough week for Brian Kelly there. But that's about it. Wasn't really too much on the docket. Uh, all eyes will be in Heisberg, Mississippi this weekend, and uh, we'll have the recap for you of that on Talking Tigs. So for now, toodaloo from across the pond, and stay safe as always, like Scott said. See you, Tiger Nation.